the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 630 KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. Uh, we are in studio today with two uh, great pastors here in our local community of San Antonio, uh, pastors Ed Skidmore and Ronnie Morgan from Castle Hills Christian Church. We're so glad to have you guys here. Thank you so much for joining us, gentlemen. We appreciate getting a chance to visit with you folks here, and it's fun being up on the 12th floor of your building. And it, <laughs> you know, there's a good and bad. Sometimes we have a little bit of a water leak, and sometimes a little hot up here. But it's nice to uh, kind of be in the penthouse of the building. <laughs> it's a nice view. Isn't it nice? Yeah. Well, thanks a lot. You know, what we want to do here today, uh, pastors, is uh, we want to give people an opportunity to get to know you. Who are you? What is your church about? We want people to know that um, through this program that we have some great churches available across the city. And, of course, Castle Hills Christian Church is one of them that uh, that has become a friend of KSLR. You guys have been here with us for many years. And uh, we just want to make sure that uh, that people know who you are. And so that's really the focus of, of today's program. So why don't we start out a little bit, uh, Pastor Ed, give us a little bit of a background, then we'll maybe cross over to Pastor Ronnie here. Give us a little bit of background about yourself, kind of where you come from, and uh, how you uh, ended up here at uh, Castle Hills. Well, I've been with the Castle Hills Christian Church now for uh, just about 27 years. Uh, in fact, I got started about the 15th of January in 1985, remember the year of the big old 12-inch snowfall? Mm-hmm. That happened on a Saturday, Sunday, and I showed up the following Wednesday. Oh, wow. Thought I'd move to the Arctic Circle. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Until and, July came around. <laughs> well, the other thing was that following Sunday, the, the highway overpasses were iced over, so we didn't have church that Sunday. Oh, yeah. And so what a way to get started. Wow. But uh, anyway, this uh, – in just a few days, I'll complete 27 years with the church. That's awesome. And uh, I came here having been 13 years in youth ministry. Okay. So this was a big change of pace to go from youth ministry to uh, pastoral leadership in the church. Mm-hmm. I have to admit it was a little spooky at first. Yeah, I bet. To, uh, to, to attain that uh, helm of, of the, uh, the uh, ship, so to speak, yeah. with this congregation. But uh, – the, the good thing is that they've had a lot of uh, uh, staying power, I guess. They have put up with a lot of things from me, and uh, uh, I guess if I'd have known I'd be here this long, I'd have behaved better. But, <laughs> but, well, you're doing something right. You're well, still there. We've, we've enjoyed being with Castle Hills Christian Church. I raised my girls from, I think, third grade and first grade when we first got here yeah. all the way. Now they're grown and have I have grandchildren. and. Yeah. Uh, so they've enjoyed living in San Antonio and being a part of uh, of the Castle Hills Christian mm-hmm. Church. So about uh, a little over a decade ago, you had, uh, had Pastor Ronnie step up to the plate and uh, also uh, come in as, as a pastor. Tell us about how, how that ended up happening. That was kind of interesting. You, you want to tell mm-hmm. how you got 
over our direction? Well, I went on a mission trip during college and fell in love with San Antonio. And I uh, was out in Pipe Creek for a uh, small time and uh, then uh, saw that Castle Hills had an opening. And Ed and I developed an instant friendship yeah. and began working with him. I uh, started off working with children and families, and uh, then just two years ago, we began to work on a transition uh, of, of doing ministry together, mm-hmm. and I've just learned so much from him, and uh, he's just uh, slowly passing the baton, and yeah. so uh, we're a church that has been around for 50 years, but we believe that God's preparing us for the next 50 years, and it's just exciting to see what he's doing Amen. Uh, in our church and also in the community. So you're the new generation pastor coming up. Does that mean you're on your way out? Is that what that means? Well, out, up, uh, greater things. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Who's to know? I'm writing a book right now. And yeah. I'm hoping to publish it this spring. Good. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about what's going on there at, at uh, Castle Hills. Tell us about the history. I mean, 50 years. You guys have been around for 50 years. That is amazing. That's awesome. So, when this uh, church started in 61, it was a Bible study group of another congregation, and they decided they wanted to start a church about at least five miles away from any other church in town, and they went up to the what at the time was the extreme north edge of San Antonio, <laughs> all the way to West Avenue. Yeah. There wasn't even a freeway, Loop 410 at that time, and there was a cow pasture up there, almost six acres with a tiny little four-room uh, farmhouse. And they bought that six acre. I mean, we're talking like less than twenty people who mm. who pioneered the idea. Hey, let's buy this piece of property wow. and start a church. And, visionaries, uh, yeah, visionaries, pioneers, really. And uh, then they uh, brought a man into town who'd been here before and had moved up to Ohio. They brought uh, Harry Owens here mm-hmm. and started this new congregation in 1961. Of course, it continued to grow. That little farmhouse that they started out in quickly got too small. And in, when they were about five years of age as a congregation, they built their first worship center. And, uh, boy, it was uh, a big deal. They built a 250-seat auditorium at a time when they were running less than 100. Wow. Talk about vision. Yeah. But uh, that congregation just continued to grow. And there's there's always been certain things about that church that have been – hallmarks of the church congregation they've mm-hmm. always been a very youth-minded church they've always been a very mission-minded church and i actually interacted with castle hills christian church during my youth ministry days because the church i served and the church this castle hills church were both in something called christian endeavor mm. so the kids in my youth group interacted with the castle hills kids okay. in this christian endeavor program and that's how we got acquainted with some of the families in the church yeah now you guys have been are, are very involved with the community there's a lot of interaction going on in the community and before i before i ask you guys to tell us a little bit about what exactly you're doing in the community let's get to the let's get to the faith part of it how and and the biblical part of it, what um, Pastor Ronnie, what um, what pushes you? What pushes this church to get out of the community? Isn't it enough that people come to the local church, be the local congregation, and that you teach there and just kind of pour out into them? Is it really important that we go out beyond those walls? Yeah, when you look at the Book of Acts and you look at the church, 
the church didn't have walls. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the church that uh, that the disciples ministered into, it wasn't ever limited to a piece of property or walls. Right. And the heartbeat of Castle Hills is for us to reach out beyond our walls and to share the love of Christ in our community. Yeah. And we want our church to look like our community. Uh, we're a multicultural church. Uh, we speak two languages. We have a Spanish service. Uh, we have we're young. We're middle. We have all kinds of different ages there, yeah. and and that's that's what our community looks like. Yeah, that's and fantastic. and that, that's our heart. I mean, we constantly encourage our people. Hey, the church is always meant to be outside the walls of the church. So you developed a program called this Faith in Action, mm-hmm. and that's really the hands and feet of Jesus Christ out in the midst of the community itself. Correct. Tell us about what you've got in place in the community. That. We normally do faith in action two or three times a year, and uh, the way that we have worked it is after we call them faith in action Sundays, and so we tell everyone, dress casual, uh, bring your work clothes, and we're going to have anywhere from seven to 12 different places that you can put your faith in action. And mm. so it may be helping out with homeless or with the homeless uh, population here. It may be down at West Avenue Elementary, which uh, is a school just down the street from our church that... Uh, that God's opened up some doors for us to do some painting, to build some relationships. We did a back-to-school bash uh, on a Sunday afternoon for them. Uh, we've uh, reached out to the elderly uh, and uh, to several nursing homes. Uh, just God just keeps on opening up doors, and yeah. it's just as we have prayed and we're, uh, we we pray a lot at our church just that God will open up the doors, and yeah. and He has, yeah. and it's just people keep on coming in the doors because. Uh, God, God just keeps on opening up uh, opportunities for us to minister to so many people in, in San Antonio. So what type of fruit are you guys bearing? What, what are you seeing as a result of going out and being a part of the elementary and, and the different things you guys are doing there in the community? We've had some, some wonderful responses that I guess would be the kind of you would normally anticipate a church yeah. looking for. We, I remember this, this one sweet lady that uh, has been bringing her grandchildren with her to church. And uh, it's just been wonderful to watch these kids bloom and grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're from that same school at West Avenue Elementary, but they've they've come in and been involved with the Awana program, and uh, they and Grandma who brings them, yeah, you know, are all growing together in Christ. It's fun to watch this family as as uh, they uh, they learn new things about Jesus, and the kids are thrilled to be there. That's yeah. part of the deal. It's. Mama doesn't or grandma doesn't have to drag them there. They're just right. thrilled to come. Yeah. So that's been a good thing. Uh, one of the ministries I've been involved with, I like to call this my youth group, but I have a ministry with Walnut Manor, which is a, uh, I guess you could call it a 55 and old, no, a 62 and older. 62 and you older. You have to be 62 <laughs> to live there. In fact, it wasn't long ago I told people I had just turned 61 and. One of the ladies said, oh, Ed, when you turn 62, you could move here. <laughs> I thought, oh, wow. Yeah, an in-house ministry. <laughs> but, but I have a Bible study there on Friday mornings. Right. And then we pick up some of the people from there and bring them to church. Great. But I'd say altogether, because of the fact that we're involved with that apartment complex, we have anywhere from, say, 8 to 12 people from there coming to our church, either as members or visitors. Praise God. And we – we have some people we bring on the van every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And on the first Sunday of the month, we have a Sunday night kind of a, a gospel sing and communion and a meal together with them. So I've really gotten to know a lot of the folks at Walnut Manor because of being involved with them over there. And it's really, like I say, that's my youth program. Yeah, I, I think it's important that 
uh, for me to mention with Faith in Action, especially at West Avenue Elementary and dealing with public schools, we don't preach there. It's just a matter of showing the love of Christ through yeah. our action. And yeah. and again, that's that's where our people have really been excited uh, because just to just to show the love of Christ when they see a need. And uh, we've always been a church that have supported missions, especially writing checks and things like this. But a few years ago, we decided we don't want to just support missions. We want to be missionaries to San Antonio. Yeah. And so when we go outside the walls, uh, that's where missions take place. We want to see San Antonio. We see San Antonio as a huge mission field. Yes. And, and that's our attitude. That's That's part of our heartbeat. Yeah, well, that's exactly what the Alamo was, a mission, and we have mm-hmm. so many missions here in San Antonio, so that's awesome. Um, now, you mentioned a little while ago the Iwanas, and maybe someone that has been in church already for a while knows exactly what that is, the Iwana program for the children, but mm-hmm. maybe perhaps for someone that's never heard of that, someone sure. that's new to the faith, what is that? Well, we started researching what was a great program for our kids to memorize God's Word, and and I looked through probably 50 different types of material. And when I, when I, I kept on coming back to Awanas, and, and basically Awanas is three-phased. Uh, first of all, there's a game time, which excites the kids, gets the energy sure. going, a lot of, lot of fun. Uh, so the second part of it is a teaching time where we're going through a lesson each night. And then the third time, or third part aspect is probably the most important. And it's a book time where they're literally going through books and, and memorizing scripture. And it's very similar to like a Boy Scout or Girl Scout where they can earn badges, they have a shirt and a uniform. Uniform. Yeah. We have an Awana store where they can earn points, and, and they love to go shopping. Uh, and all of those are, of course, falls, falls second to memorizing God's Word. And, yeah. and the cool aspect that we see is a lot of our parents and our grandparents, as they're working with their children, they're memorizing God's Word in, in the process. That's and great. so we believe that, of course, as children, if they can get God's Word written on their heart, sometimes during those teenage years they go through some difficult times. But we believe that they'll keep on going back to the scriptures that, that they've memorized. So for a parent that's listening in right now that says, hey, you know what, I'll, I've been looking for something. I've been looking to get my kids involved in something outside of just school mm-hmm. um, that's going to help them grow in their faith, grow in the scriptures. Uh, how, how, what do they need to do? Do they need to come by your church? Or do you have it, a certain date and time that you meet? And Do they need to be members of the church? How does that sure. work? Sure. First of all, it meets on Sunday night at 5 o'clock. It goes from 5 to 6.30. And so we try to make that convenient because we know that school, it's a school night, and so we want to get the kids home early. Mm-hmm. But they can either call uh, our phone number, 344-7188, or if they go to our website, chccsa.com, and hit on the children's link, you'll get all of the details, the Awana calendar, uh, all everything that you need to know about that. And so... Uh, but it's in, no, you don't have to be a member. We just we love kids, and and that's that's we'll take anybody anytime, and we just love ministering to people. All right. So for those of you that are just joining us, we are uh, spending some time here talking to uh, uh, pastors Ed Skidmore and Ronnie Morgan of Castle Hills Christian Church. We were just discussing the uh, children's program at at Castle Hills uh, called the Awanas. They meet again uh, Sundays at five o'clock. Is that correct? Five o'clock. Sundays at five o'clock, and the number that he that he just rattled out real quick. If you didn't get the chance to write it down, is three four four seven one eight eight. And if you want to go on their website, find out more information about the church. Um, the address is chccsa dot com. So tell me some more about the different ministries that you have um, that you have in the church to um, to cater to the youth, the men's ministry, the women's ministry. You have different things like that set in place? Our church has always had a real emphasis on uh, youth ministry, and uh, 
like I say, my first connections with the church as a youth minister was with their youth program. Yeah. So I knew some of the families that were involved with the kids even way back. But uh, uh, right now, the the man who's really leading the charge as far as uh, cho- yes, as youth ministry goes is Richard Hamilton. He mm-hmm. is our student and young adult minister. Yeah. And they've got a very active program. In fact, I think it's this weekend – they're heading out on a weekend retreat to Chope Canyon, uh, renting some facilities there and going to be there throughout the weekend doing all kinds of things. Great. So uh, that's that's a good thing. And, of course, they've got summer activities and trips and just all kinds of things that they do. Uh, he's also been working with some of the UTSA students uh, doing some service projects with them and mm-hmm. that's uh, that's kind of a new thing they started about a year ago yeah but uh, that has us involved with young adults as well now every every church has um, something they, they kind of specialize in something they kind of focus in on there are some churches that are very big into the into the revelation the book of revelation there's some churches that are very big into missions uh, there's some churches very big into the prophetic what is your focus what what is Castle Hills Christian Church focused on well, there's there's some things we really care a lot about. Missions is a big deal to us. Yeah. Uh, we give uh, what you might call a double tithe. Yeah. Everything that comes into the church, 20% of that goes to missions. And mm-hmm. so uh, we've got missions that we support all over the world. We have some in Africa. We have some in Asia. We've supported some in, in China and Russia and all over the the part of the population of the world where it's hardest to reach people, what they call the 1040 window, uh, that's the hardest to reach people. That's where we have focused a lot of our attention. But we also have orphanages and colleges we support, things right here in town. Uh, We're supporting the Haven of Hope uh, ministry with the homeless, uh, the, uh, the Agape Pregnancy Center, and various things like that that we do. But we really want to focus on reaching out in that way through missions, mm-hmm. and so uh, that's that's a big part of what we focus on. Yeah, that's that's part of the heart. One of the something that we've really emphasized in the last year or two is uh, discipleship and growing in your relationship with Christ. And and Ed has really uh, given us a vision for that area of just encouraging us, uh, teaching us how that we can grow in our relationship with Christ. And uh, we've redone our Sunday school class to kind of have a better model with that to encourage growth to take place. But our tagline is passion for Christ, compassion for people. And mm-hmm. and passion for Christ, that's where we're talking about growing people in, uh, and how, encouraging them to love Christ. And then yeah. that second part is that mission part that he talked about is going out into the community and having compassion and love for your neighbor. And, of course, that comes from loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And also loving your neighbor, yeah. and that's 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 our that's our heart. Amen. Fantastic. Now you also have a a Spanish service that's led by Pastor Jesus Castillo mm-hmm. um, that uh, is on Sundays at ten a.m. Is that correct? Correct. Sundays at the at same time. How long, how long has that been in existence? How long have you had? Almost as long as I've been there. It was probably not, but about three, maybe three, four years after I got there, that there was a Spanish speaking family in our church, and this man had been a uh, a, a preacher in Arizona, mm-hmm. and he wanted to start a Sunday school class for Spanish-speaking folk. Yeah. And so I told him, yeah, go right ahead. So we started a Spanish-speaking Sunday school class, and it grew. 
and turned into a Spanish-speaking church service. Mm. And ever since that time, we've always had a a, a, a service for Spanish-speaking people. Yeah. Now, that happens a lot in San Antonio, but not necessarily so much in the north end of town. Mm-hmm. So for for that north part of town to have a Spanish-speaking service, yeah. uh, that's a real big deal. In fact, we've noticed that a lot of times a family will come our way and maybe grandma and grandpa go to the Spanish-speaking service, and the kids and grandkids <laughs> right. go to the English-speaking yeah, service. Right. But this way, we can meet the needs of three different generations. Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. So while your worship service is going on at 10 a.m., mm-hmm. the Spanish service is going on at another place. Right. But yes, just another building on our campus. And, and that's and we've been intentional with that. We mm-hmm. want everyone to be able to worship at the same time. You have children. You have youth ministry going on. Uh, and so it's it's a really neat thing. And also, we're really big on fellowship. And so that allows everyone to be able to exit at the same time, in the services at the same time. And that way, uh, as you know, Christians love to eat. And yeah. so of course. We, we, yeah. we, we love to eat. We love to fellowship. And uh, it's just, just a wonderful time. Yeah, all the way up to the end, Jesus had the, the last Supper, so that's, a, that's right. And eating we, is a, <laughs> we, we, we love, we love to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. I think the restaurants love us Sunday yeah. Sunday afternoon. Uh, okay, um, you have Bible study groups that meet throughout the week, I understand. So when do they meet, and how many do you have that are that are meeting around the city? We have somewhere in the neighborhood. It, it, it's Counting Bible study groups is a little bit like counting chickies. You know, yeah. they keep moving around, yeah. so you just it's hard to keep track of them. But we have mon- uh, we have Bible study groups meeting Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Wow! Some in the early morning, some late at night. Um, in fact, I'm involved with a Monday night Bible study and also a Friday morning Bible study there at Walnut Manor. But uh, but the point is, there's so this a, is in lieu of, of what would normally be a midweek service. Yeah, right? this, these, yeah. these are small groups that are meeting. Uh, some of them on our campus. Some of them, or most of them, are actually throughout the city. Yeah. And so wherever you live at, there's a pretty good chance we will have a small group uh, at least one night uh, during the and week. And we call these Bible studies pueblos, yeah, which means little village. Yeah. So these are our little villages, and they're all over town. And some are for older folks, and some are for Families with children, yeah. uh, you know, there's just all kinds of different uh, ways that people want to do stuff. And we have a, a women's Bible study and an early morning men's Bible study. I mean, we just have all kinds of venues for Bible Bible yeah. study mm-hmm. and men's retreats, women's retreats. Uh, it's just there's just a lot of things going on, and and I think that's one of the reasons why people love to be a part because they can just see God working uh, in all in all the different ministries that we have. Yeah. And so. There's fruit. There's, There's fruit. fruit. There's definitely things that are happening, and people are growing in, in the things mm-hmm. of God, and they're spiritual. Um, it's fantastic. It's good to hear that um, that there's an active church. There's so many times people just think of church, and they think of you go, you sit down in a hard pew, you listen to a guy go through you know his three point sermon, and you walk mm-hmm. away, and they think that's church. Right. When there's really so much more, if you just find the right church, like Castle Hills Christian Church, you find the right church where you, not only you, but your entire family can just get in there and just totally engage in all the different things that are going on. And it's not just to entertain people. It's mm-hmm. to develop their gifts. It's to develop them in, in their walk, in their faith walk with Christ, and to equip them and disciple them, like you said, Pastor Ronnie, disciple them to get to the next level so that they too can get beyond the, okay, well, I'm hearing, I'm coming here just to receive to the point where they're now right. giving to somebody else and investing themselves. Yeah. 
Yeah. We, we like to say we're one big family. And yeah. as a family, we laugh together, we cry together. Uh, and I mean, we just go through life together and yeah. we, we grow spiritually together. And, and I think that's something unique because I think in a big city like this, that can get lost. Yeah. And uh, Castle Hills is a community that you can come in and plug in and, and be part of the family. All right. So you've got um, – tell me about your teaching. Do you, have, do you go through series? Are you going through a series now? Um, how does that work in your we, church? What, years ago, I, I made it a goal to preach through the entire Bible. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I don't mean every verse of the Bible. Yeah. But I wanted all 66 books of the Bible – to have some exposure in from the pulpit. And so uh, it should be by the end of this year, we will have covered the entire Bible. Wow. I know I've already preached through the New Testament, yeah. but we're now looking at the, the Old Testament books that we may have missed, and we're preaching through them as well. Cur- Currently, we're going. Or we just started a series on the preaching of Jesus, mm-hmm. and so that that's a thirteen-week series. And so, one of our goals in the last four years has been to go through a section of the life of Christ. Yeah. And so, we're in, in that third section of it. And so, it's it's just neat to to see what Christ teaches us and yeah. uh, and applying it to our life. Yeah, it's always good to go back and see what he did, how he did it, so that we can copy that. Right. Because um, a lot of the times we get, you know, you mentioned the Book of Acts a little while ago. Um, we sometimes I've sometimes read the book of Acts and then do a cross comparison to where the church is today and, right. and think, wow, where did we go off? We're just so different from where you know the original church was. And sometimes you just got to go back to that. Right? Where did Jesus walk? What did he do? How did he interact with people? What was his message? Right. So go, that we can going back it. to those basics. Yeah, and it's very important. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, we do like to do um, expository preaching yes. as as much as we can. Uh, at least textual preaching, where we are starting with a text and developing the text. But again, we feel that uh, that proper feeding and nurturing of Christian people demands that we go back to the Word and make it the anchor for what we do. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie and I share the preaching schedule. Uh, we we have the whole year's preaching schedule all figured out. Uh, and of course, along with Ronnie and I, uh, Jesus preaches in the English service sometimes, mm-hmm. and then Richard comes in and preaches with uh, sometimes, although yeah. most of the time he's with the teenagers. That's fantastic. Well, we've, uh, we've been spending the last uh, half hour or so here with uh, Pastors Ed Skidmore and Ronnie Morgan from Castle Hills Christian Church. I want to encourage everybody that's listening, if you don't have a home church, if there's not a place that you have sat in and dug your roots and called somebody your pastor, we encourage you to go out and visit uh, Pastors Ronnie and Ed over at uh, Castle Hills Christian Church. Their location is 6209 West Avenue at 6209 West Avenue. Their phone number, 344-7188. And if you want to find them on the web, you can go to chccsa.com. I'll say it once again. It's chccsa.com. Go by there. We encourage you to um, uh, visit them, take a look at uh, their ministry a little bit closer, and we hope that you can find your home there. Pastors, thank you so much for being here with us. We appreciate your time. Thank you. God bless. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've had a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, simply submit your nomination at kslr.com. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.